on the recording. Okay, now it's officially turned on. Nice. Bust it. That's me impersonating the southern cat. Oh, that became an international phenomenon. That's why I joined TikTok, that cat. Did you really? Yes. I haven't made any yet, but... I was thinking about it just because there's some accounts that I actually would follow. At this point, it's you got to really tell it, not interested in this, not interested in this, interested in this, for the algorithm, because there are some bad ones. I'm interested in army guys. Oh, yes. Trying to get me to date them. And lip syncing to many good songs. Yeah. Uh, this is Folk With Us, where we, where we talk almost about exclusively apps. talk about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Rachel. I'm Tam. I'm Eric. Uh, and we have no guests, so I think maybe we should just go ahead and consult our favorite uncle and see what's in his barrel. Let me go to his shack. Oh, right. Well, this week, the barrel is full of my favorite niece and nephew. I'm your uncle. Hank Azaria. This is me. Barrel. Okay, now that we've actually opened it, uh, why don't you expound on that? What are you talking about, freak? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, let me play the sound clip and maybe it'll help your memory. Okay. What are you people? It's us. I think you can officially say that we've committed podcast crimes. I think we should go to podcast jail. Yeah. We can be there with cereal. Why are they in jail? Because they created the medium of podcasting. Yeah, which is the ultimate crime. (laughs) Exactly. That clip is about... How all the sound drops are by our voices. Yeah. That's why we included the acapella queen cover. That sounded like he was saying bad bottom girls. <laughs> Genuinely. That's what I am. That's what's on my, uh, okay, Cupid. God. I have a bad bottom looking for same. <laughs> okay, well, what's the next thing that we do? Uh, it will be apologies. Okay, I have quite a few. Uh, right, since we didn't have one last episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. we really racked them up. You can go first. Then right. I can edit mine. All right, let's go ahead and bust out these I'm sorry's. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Look, sometimes people say things when they're gaming, but that's not who I am. I'm a comedian who pushes boundaries. I sometimes miss. If you go through my 10 years of comedy, most of it bad, you're gonna find a lot of misses. <laughs> Now 
Now it's my time to listen. Okay, so I'm going first. Yes. All right. Uh, number one, snails don't melt when they have sex. Elaborate. Um, I was conflating them with what caterpillars do when they morph, but I had seen the video, uh, and that's another apology, is the movie I was referencing is Microcosmos, not Microcosm, um, and it's got a picture of a praying mantis with sunglasses on, but they do have a whole thing where snails have sex and they don't melt, so... That was just on the part of my brain, I guess. But um, Well, those two words are really close, at least. Oh, yeah, the titles? Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, snails are hermaphrodites, and they actually both uh, pierce each other. I'm not going to explain. I'm not wow. a bug expert. It must be pretty similar. We should ask uh, Mark Fox about this. He knows mm-hmm. about bugs. Oh, okay. Um and we can, it must be similar to how worms reproduce, probably, is how I imagine. You chop them in half, right? Exactly. And then Sick. you have a snail army. That's cruel. Mm-hmm. One time I had a science teacher that, I feel like apropos of nothing, told us that if you put a, what's it called, starfish in a blender, it will reform. Well, I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> Please don't. Just imagine. I don't think you should. She also told us that abortion is wrong. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, think about it. If you put that fetus through a blender, it'll just reform. <laughs> That's what stem cells yeah, really really saying. She's really saying abortion is impossible. <laughs> They'll always come back. Exactly. I feel like it's it's kind of like the tall man in Phantasm. It's like no matter what you do, he's just going to be reconstituted and come back from another dimension. Yes. I don't know Phantasm, but yes. Same thing with your fetus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every fetus is a tall man. Yeah, they just go to another dimension, and they come through the weird interdimensional tuning fork, and you're fucked. Hell yes. They'll come back when you're old and feeble in a nursing home somewhere that you could barely afford to live on on your crappy pension because you don't even have the child that you aborted to support you anymore. And they'll come through and murder you. That's a good reason to have a child is so that they can support you when you're dying. So they can work for you, so they can pay for all your stuff when you're too old to do stuff. Uh, I also, so my other apology, it's not really apology. It's basically me coming clean, which is I do like Duncan Trussell. Even though I haven't listened to a show in years... I kind of, I didn't include that part because I was protecting uh, my reputation. I mean, it's fair, you know. I mean, I do too. You're the one who showed me, so. Yeah. But after we talked about him, Ram Dass died and then Duncan Trussell endorsed Andrew Yang. <laughs> I didn't know Ram Dass died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what we did, but I feel Dude. like there was some kind of butterfly effect. God, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I'll say I like Duncan Trussell's humor, uh, but. I don't agree with a lot of his politics. I mean, being on Twitter, you now see how many people su- don't support Bernie. Like, how many celebrities don't. Yeah. Luckily, you can protect yourself from that now. Well, and, and Dave Chappelle just came out for Yang as well. I think it's one of those things that, like, because we have, like, a super weird relationship with celebrities, especially now that there's so much social media, people start to like feel a closeness to these people. Mm -hmm. And then they realize that like, of course they support a politician whose policies are the exact opposite of what would actually help their fans because they're fucking rich and you're not. (laughs) Oh, y'all want a twist. Come on. Season six. Let's get, let's see. Oh my God. Wow. Can you guess what I was quoting? Laganja. Estranja. 
Let's get sickening. Yep. That was crazy vocal effects. Thank you. I'm very impressed. I tried to not go overboard with them on the rest. Can you say the... Can you say it clean? Come on, season six. Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Come on, season six. Let's get sickening. Death drop. Yes. So yeah, just in case it wasn't clear, our sound effects this week are our own voices edited in GarageBand. Um... Yeah, it's bound to be an interesting one. Man, I can't wait until we get that uh, $1,000 from Andrew Yang. Think about how many sound effects you guys will be able to make then. <laughs> oh, you know it. I'll stay up even later than 3 a.m. Just, it'll just be me um, congratulating Elon Musk and Grimes. I guess I'm really not plugged into the other, um, <laughs> you know, now that I'm like, okay, Bernie is the way. I'm like, I Oh, like, what's up? I only care about Marianne Williamson at this point. Well, I have bad news for you. Oh, she already dropped out? I think recently. Shite. Yeah. This year's already off to a shitty start. <laughs> well, and it wasn't it, uh, wasn't it the really... The vibes were re- just all off. Mm. Who was it recently they were talking about misses like every fucking vote in Congress? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <It's Klobuchar>. <laughs> really? Oh. She's too busy eating Probably. salad. I stopped even following it because it doesn't matter. The Electoral College will pick who we're supposed to have as the president, so. You got a point. They have our best interest in mind. Skibby dibby 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 yo dub dub yo da dub skibby dibby dibby dub a yub dub dub yo da dub I'm the scat man. Have I ever told the story of the scat man on this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it sounded like you were saying the I'm the Scott man. Oh, is that from CBB? No, but it just sounded like you were oh, saying I'm the Scott, Scott man. Dude, yeah. if I was Scott Ackerman, I, I would say that and get a hundred Reddit gold or something. Oh, you know it. All right, what are your apologies? Um, oh, yeah, that's what we were doing. Right. It was also part of, like, we it, we did it as a group that we completely forgot to do Folk Hero and Folk Villain of the Week for probably the last three episodes. Yeah, we've been pretty inconsistent with that. Oh, also, I, w- I did want to do a sincere apology. I forgot to, like, tag anyone when I posted the episode. So, yeah, <laughs> shout out to our guests. Right. We'll, uh, we'll, do, we'll Andrew do two tweets this week. slash Santa, Alex, and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally, I was like, the I don't tru- know what happened. The true fans are already plugged in. They know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, what's your, what do you got? Well, that, the... The folk hero villain? Yeah. Oh, that's it? And... I really am going to really try to do badge Pokemon cards soon. That's fine. I got a, I worked every holiday day except Thanksgiving. So I got a big check that I'm going to spend at the comic book store <laughs> on Pokemon cards for well, this. Also, I feel like, so I have constantly been moaning and whining about how I haven't been granted any... Uh, Pokemon badges for my great triumphs on the show, and Tim sarcastically bought me all of the badges. Oh, yeah. Enamel pins. That kind of did work out good. Yeah, so technically I already have all the badges, so I'm not really concerned, but... Gotta catch them all. I have them physically. It'd be nice to, like, win them in the show, though. Oh, and I was about to say something else. I forgot. Never mind. All right, Eric, do you have anything that you'd like to apologize for? Um, okay, first, I guess... Uh, I should apologize for getting rid of all of my social media. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Except That's really, I shouldn't mm-hmm. apologize for that, because I have to say, I feel a lot better, like, all the time. I mean, literally. But I am sorry to all the people who really enjoyed my tweets. I was averaging a good 
one to two likes maybe a week. So I think I was really engaging with... Right. That's... Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was really engaging with a lot of people, and I was pretty close to becoming, like, a big-time influencer. So I know it's kind of weird to, like, pull a chapelle and just, like disappear you know to like go work on my material and then come back in a way that really offends mainstream audiences well as long as it's offending everybody then you're good i also want to apologize because earlier today um there was a news article i saw online about donald trump talking about how he should have gotten a nobel prize and a bunch of people were like that's messed up because he just threatened to commit a war crime and I left a comment that said, to be fair to Donald Trump, committing war crimes hasn't disqualified previous winners of the Nobel Peace Prize. And man, people did not like that. Yeah. <clears throat> they got mad. I We're, mean, usually when you comment on stuff like that, it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> what website was this? That you're like, oh, I'm separating from social media, but I want to get into the comment sections of fighting. Well, uh, I, I put it on Reddit because I basically like never actually use my account there. So if you look at my comment history, it's like this really terrifying, like, there are like eight months between comments that it'll always be something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you have a positive amount of karma, you're good. I remember that much from Reddit. Yeah, it follows you into the afterlife. Exactly. I have one post on Reddit, which was in the spiders Reddit, because I saw a spider outside and I wanted someone to identify it. And then no one answered, so I'm the one that commented on it. <laughs> and I just said, orb spider? With a bunch of question marks. You you discovered a new spider, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it, though. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else I'm sorry for. That does make me think on our news... Oh, wait. Put a pin in that. What? I'm sorry <laughs> for, at my job for saying that I was going to leave and then ended up not leaving this is the second time this has happened at the taco shop okay <laughs> so i also okay we don't have to apologize for everything we've done in our lives because then it'll just be the entire show i mean we should though <laughs> that's how we'll get enough points all right i'm just sorry for everything sorry audience y'all trying to tell me that a season affected this disorder That was very appropriate. Thank you. I'm definitely feeling it by working nights. Wasn't that Garrett's joke? It was. Okay. You got to give credit. I do. Otherwise, you're like one of those... Um, Aggregators. Yeah. yeah. God. All right. Uh, we can go ahead and talk about the main... The vein. subject. Yeah. <laughs> God. Since we... We did, in fact, learn more about meth using in the last episode than moonshining making. Yeah. Um, oh man, that was the last episode, wasn't it? Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but geez. we, hey, we still learned a lot about Candyland. I don't know where you got that. It, or what was it called? Like, oh, Gummy World. Oh yeah, we did talk about Gummy oh, World. Oh sure. Right. Uh yeah. This is different. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> Uh, so we're, oh, oh, wait, wait, okay, go. People used to tell me that you were too selfish to be a great artist, and I used to defend you. Life with you was joyless. What, so then you had to go and fuck someone? You shouldn't be upset that I fucked her, you should be upset that I had a laugh with her. Do you love her? No, but you didn't hate me, you hated me. You hated me. 
But there's so much I could have done. I was a director in my 20s who came from nothing and was suddenly on the cover of fucking Time Out New York. I was hot shit, and I wanted to fuck everybody, and I didn't. And I loved you, and I didn't want to lose you, and I'm in my 20s. I didn't want to lose that, too. And I and you wanted so much, so fast, and I didn't even want to get married. And fuck it! There's so much I didn't do! I punched the wall at the end. Yeah, are you putting this on your reel? Yeah, no, I did feel like I was making my reel. Good. I also felt like a psycho, and I felt bad for Eric because he had to hear me in the other room yelling. Oh, God. You know, I do have to say, though, that now that I've listened to that scene, it probably is one of the greatest pieces of acting that's ever been committed to film. I mean, just a bunch of screaming. Like, who writes a scene that good? Yeah. I could have fucked anybody. (laughs) God. Yeah, that's art. That's cinema. There's something about it, though, that sort of gave me this weird sense of, like, deja vu. Like, it's, it's almost as if I'd, like... I'd been in that scene before. I don't know, though. I mean, it's so original that that can't have been the case, right? I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> uh, I think he's saying that it's too relatable. Oh, okay. Because everybody fights. I'm oh, saying yes, that it's yes, like yes. literally every marriage fight movie ever. Right, hence the name of the film. Uh, I was... I was loyal to you, but I should have been cheating on you. Okay, we're going to talk about Moonshine. Hell yeah. We're officially going to talk about Moonshine because uh, the last episode, there was so much going on, and, and there wasn't really room for really digging into the material, especially because this was one of the longer chapters. Um, and, I mean, we're not even going to be covering all right. of it tonight. It's multifaceted with, like, making it, storing it, Yeah, the history, the history of Moonshining, I mean... So, our plan tonight is very uh, loose, and we're going to see how it goes. But, uh, basically, what I've got is a Google document of moonshine information. And we are going to collaborate and try to create... Now, here's my question. Should we all create one theme park based on a list of... Or should we create our own and, like, be in competition? Ooh, it might uh, be too complicated. What? What if we each make our own, and then when they all fail, we work together to make <laughs> one? That's the plan? <laughs> yes. Okay, sure. So they'll have an arc. Exactly. Uh, so first, we'll talk a little bit about just, like, some of the information about it, and then I'll share the document, and mm-hmm. uh, we can look at the rest of it. Right. Um, but yeah, just like most of the chapters of the book, I would just recommend reading it if you're interested, because we're going to do a terrible job of, like, conveying a lot of the actual like cool shit but uh similar to uh our main unlike the wood chapter where we really described every aspect of i'm Greece. pretty proud of the wood chapter i have to say that's fair and i just rewatched the futurama episode of where they brew beer and bender so i know about fermentation oh nice i don't remember that one okay they brew beer in him it's when the two kids take over the company to make it awesome express. Hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, so it's like, wasn't it Farnsworth's nephew? His clone. And, oh, his clone. And Fry's Hermes. Nephew? Well. How does that work? Uh, Professor is Fry's nephew. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. And, and Fry that, also became his own grandpa. Hey, I mean, we all wish we could be. 
So, Moonshine, um, also known as the manufacturer of illicit whiskey in the mountains. Um, a few words for this. And by the way, guys, uh, okay, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, I'm also sick, so if this episode uh, sucks hardcore, that's why. Um, I I already was sick, so I have that chapter of my life behind me. Okay. So, a few names for moonshine. Ruckus juice, except it's pronounced rucus. Rucus juice. Conversation fluid. Corn squeezins. Corn, white, white lightning cove juice, thump whiskey, headache whiskey, and blockade whiskey. Um, whenever it's bad whiskey, it can be called bust head and pop skull. Same. Uh, <laughs> I will say one quick tangent that we do not need to cover any further. But what was the corn ones? Say that again. Uh, corn squeezins. Corn squeezins. So, um... People used to wipe their butts with corn cobs. Next topic. <laughs> okay, do you mean husks? No. The cob with the. <laughs> what are you talking? Where told me like from? last night, and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" <laughs> like about? in the middle of their dreams, like were they half conscious? <laughs> Apparently, it was like in the 1920s or 10s or whatever. What? Yeah. And they also used seashells. Well, and it had a double purpose too, because a lot of times, you know, they couldn't afford butter for their corn, so. I'm going to kill myself. I'm deleting finally. All of <laughs> Okay. Please excuse my sniffies. Truffle butter. Okay. Okay. Moonshine. Um, so, Bust Head and Pop School, that's like whiskey that was um, would give you a headache. So, it was slang for kind of like subpar moonshine. Is um, so that the enemy from Captain America, Pop School? I was going to say Bust Head sounds like something from Urban Dictionary about... Um, <laughs> Busting it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the chapter is all about how moonshine as a fine art has gone away. So, it's like, basically looking back at the golden days of moonshining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the reasons that it went away, number one, uh, modern medicine. Because a lot of home remedies, uh, which we might be exploring soon, uh, actually used pure corn whiskey as an ingredient. So, whenever uh, popular... Oh, it was like a sterile... Ingredient. Kind yeah, of yeah. And I mean, you would make like, uh, I can't remember the word, but when you make like uh, distillations of things, I don't know what the word is, mm-hmm. but sort like of. Like a tincture? Yeah, tinctures or whatever. Um, so yeah, that that need for whiskey went mm-hmm. away. Um, and I kind of, I have a theory that we can follow up on this later, but how it's like such a scientific thing, like how you distill it and then mm-hmm. ferment and everything how similar thought processes were, like, translated, ironically, to meth-making. Like, how it's, like, it's just chemistry, you know, to make this product out of, like, you know, cold medicine. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I would say meth is probably less of an art. (laughs) Breaking Bad Um, would say otherwise. I'm sorry. I guess you didn't see all of the seasons of Breaking Bad. You don't know about that good blue biker meth. Sorry to Walter White. Keep calm. And chive on. This is my meth theme. Is it jive or chive? Keep calling chive on. I don't know what that is. You don't know what the chive is? You sent me that and I was like, okay, this is weird. The chive? No, what? I know what a chive is. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay, we'll talk about the tribe later. I can't okay. even get into yeah, this not right on now. Our recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it, there's a little bit of a difference. I feel like mm-hmm. it's a Venn diagram. Yeah. I feel like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have way more respect for <laughs> moonshine. Yes, that's fair. Uh, yeah. You don't. You probably won't get blown up making moonshine. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's a more innocent probably i would say because to an extent i mean it's not going to ruin your life or your brain i mean unless unless (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know though if you've got a bunch of people in a war zone you can just drop meth on them instead of food and they will keep fighting yeah that's that's a good thing yeah that's what we learned from world war ii from the nazis which are basically our model for how to develop a society Oh, sorry. Podcasting for the United States right now. Okay, let's try and stay on topic. <laughs> uh, like we have been. I know. Well. <laughs> Am I going to be apologizing for this next week? <laughs> um, hey, it's still spreading knowledge. Another. Okay, so that was the first reason that moonshining as a fine art went away. Second right. reason. Uh, younger generations went on to pursue more lucrative careers. Um, moonshining. There's a lot of, obviously, work and effort and money that goes into it. And, uh, of course, <clears throat> in modern times, it was just more of a risky mm-hmm. operation in general. Right. And it's, like, even just looking at it now, like, all the, like, you know, tubs and copper piping and everything like that. Like, because mm-hmm. I really wanted to make our own, you know, and sell yeah. that shit, but... It is probably, like, a $1,000, you know? Well, yeah, and the guide in this is very much, like, you know, you go out into the forest and find a spot, Mm -hmm. like... You whittle a pine cone. Yeah, you build an entire, like, furnace, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So if we were to do it, I feel like we would have to find a different way. But, uh... Were you going to say something? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, so that's another thing was young people went off and... You could build a furnace in the parking lot out back. I mean, because don't you have an extra space? Uh, no. Um, there is... <laughs> no. Wow. There is in between uh, the cars? No, oh, they yeah. don't. Hey, you'd basically be taking food out of our landlord's mouth if you had him have an extra space back there. Yeah, poor Brandon. But we'll fill it with moonshine, so it works out. Uh, but you could probably go down the alley a little ways where, like, the grass and, like, underbrush has not been cut back for at least, like, both of the years that we've lived here. I mean, and you could probably hide a furnace out there and nobody would ever know it was back there. Yeah, there's a wild little alley. We just have, like, a hole at my apartment, like, not backyard area, but because it's at, like, an angle. So it's not easy to, like, walk on it, but, you know, it's, like, probably several acres long. And I'm mm. just, like, you know, it'll be out in the open, but we can put a tarp over it, save okay. the boat. Yeah. And, I mean, if you get enough hipsters, people will like it enough to defend it. I'll put steamed milk in it. It'll be good. <laughs> Gross. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of the history. Uh, the Scotch-Irish basically brought the tradition um, to the Appalachian area um, of course it was the irish yeah i mean there were already like there was already like um hatred of like taxes because the government was always after people like making their own whiskey and so like not only did they bring the art of like making it but also like hiding it and like hating authority right exactly <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of stuff in the chapter about like the relationship between um 
the moonshiners and the law and how like especially with prohibition um a lot of friends ended up like you know it was a lot of like people that had known each other their whole lives like ratting each other out or like you know a a local sheriff warning his friends that they've found clues of his moonshining Mm -hmm. uh so that he could like move the operation right and stuff like that like similar to it was like on an episode of weeds there were these two rival like businesses like growing mm-hmm. and then the dea agent like busted one they were like literally across the street from each other so when he busted the one that the rivals yeah he suddenly was like this whole block is now drug free so that the other one the main character lady uh, she was safe nice mm-hmm. also kind of like the uh i, choice. I, I, I do not consume any animal products, products for the last, last two years, years. But, but God, God damn it, it I, I am not, not fucking, fucking going home today. Oh my God. Okay, so I actually do know this clip. Unfortunately. It's another drag clip, but this one is from Dragula, which I did start watching famously, season one. Um, what's their name, Loris? Loris something. So yeah, on this drag uh, TV show, uh, one of the contestants is a vegan, but on Dragula as fans might have heard us talk about before, Tim talk about before, they are challenged to do freaky things like eat monkey brains. So Loris was dressed like a bunny. A bunny zombie. Yeah. Demon. And had like lost the competition and had to eat brains and made a famous speech about how she'd been a vegan for two years. God. Um, and Tim recorded that with an echo. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it's so iconic. I recorded it once and then tripled it and then moved the times just oh, okay. slightly. <laughs> nice. You're like uh, Phil Spector. Exactly. I went on trial for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so when we think of our theme parks and stuff, I think it would be cool to implement um, this weird relationship with the, the sheriffs and the moonshiners. Oh. You know, because it's like, you know, they're expected to shut down these operations Mm -hmm. and uh you know especially during prohibition they like get paid uh let me see if i can find like the actual amount they got paid for each thing um so the officials got ten dollars for a still just if they found the still itself Mm -hmm. if they found the operator they could get 40 to 60 bucks um they got extra money if they got witnesses this is from like the government yeah from like the federal government i think and then like um if they, for some reason, if they got the blockader's car, the blockader is like the moonshiner, mm-hmm. uh, they would get half the price the blockader had to pay to get it back, which was usually the cash value of the car. Uh, and then they were allowed to keep any money they could get from selling the copper out of which the still had been made. Dude. Okay. Um, and there is a bunch about like how usually they found out about the stills because someone had ratted someone else out because theirs had been shut right. down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was usually like rivalries. Um, but there's some good stories about, like, you know, backstabbing and whatnot. And I mean, back in the day, I don't know if it still exists, because this is a long time ago that I was talking to people about this, but there was a program here that was called Green for Green, where if you turned in somebody who was selling pot, you got, a, like, you got incentives for it from the police department. And so, like, a bunch of people who were, like, meth heads were turning in uh, people for dealing weed and getting the money using oh, it to wow. buy meth. That is hilarious and very Oklahoma. Like, God. Free money, right? 
I mean. So, yeah, um, confiscated moonshine or beer and the like were poured out. You know, they would make cider and stuff, too. Um, it would get poured out. The sugar would be donated to, like, a school or a hospital. And um, But the cool stuff in the chapter is, like, how they would hide mm-hmm. their stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, like, how you could find one. Right. So it's just kind of, like, back and forth of, like, techniques for... Um, you know, either moonshining on the run or hiding your still. Moonshiners usually had lookouts that would use bells, horns, and rifles. So if you heard someone coming, you would alert, you know, whoever was doing their deed. Nice. Um, I do have a tie-in with a book. Hmm. So there was this one book we read in elementary school called Summer of the Monkeys. Let me try to go through this quick. Uh... Old Western, this kid wants to ha- get money to buy, like, a twenty-two and a pony. And to get it, he found this thing, this, like, newspaper article. The circus has a bunch of monkeys that are on the loose. Like, if you catch them, you'll get a reward, cash money. And he finds them getting drunk in a moon- moonshine still that they found in the woods. And he gets drunk with a bunch of spider monkeys. What is this, Johnny Tremaine? Oh my god, they killed Kenny! You bastards! Are you well, proud of me? Not really. <laughs> okay. Equally to myself. Um, so yeah, do you want to know how to hide a still? Do you know it? Okay. Um, so usually you would need cold running water. That's number one. So they would usually be high up on the side of a mountain near a stream. Which they would be using, like, to make moonshine. Right. So some people would build a log shed over it and cover it with branches that would, like, grow over it and cover the thing. Uh, Some would find a ravine or a gully and build a still under it and then add branches on top. Um, You could find a ravine, dig out its bottom, place the still in it, and then set branches and saplings over the roof. Find a cave, a laurel thicket... Anything like that. So it would eventually, like, have camo. Mm-hmm. But usually by water. Uh, the other thing is a cove that has no stream. So, like, they would be called dry hollows. Like, a still that didn't have access to water. Mm. And you would pipe it in from a higher source. Oh, damn. That's really getting into it. I know. There were some pretty intricate ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes, let's see, you'd get a plastic pipe and run it under leaves or in a trench. Some of them would dig out an underground room big enough to sit in comfortably. And, uh, I mean, that was its whole a whole affair. It would have a trap door and everything, a vent pipe. And then others would just move all the time. Right. So what you could do is find out when logging jobs are happening. Uh, because the logging would cover up whatever they were doing there. Mm, nice. So it was a good technique. And so I may have... I should have read this. should have read all this book. It's okay. But... Um, so, like, they did they have to have, like, a fire constantly going under it or the still? Like, um, to be cooking it, or? I think so. I know that, uh, let me see if I can find the part about. Because smoke was a concern. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, smoke was a problem for, like, being detected. Mm-hmm. But this says, I'll just read it. Um, 
It was only at the beginning of a, a run, which was like the whole process of making gotcha. um, moonshine. But it said, when the fire begins burning well, it gives off heat waves rather than smoke. Thus, often the fire is started just before dawn and is burning well enough by daylight to escape detection. So I think it is burning the whole time, but they burn it in a timely way so the smoke isn't visible. Right. Like when people would be around. Let's see what else. Uh, oh, yeah. Some people would do it in abandoned buildings. Oh, Barns, silos, yeah. smoke houses, tool sheds. This line says that many stills that were stumbled upon were found by people like hunters mm-hmm. just because they were literally in the woods more right. than anybody should be. Exactly. And then so on the other side, like if you're looking for a still, you can always like there will be clues like a brick mm-hmm. because that would mean that there was a furnace. Oh, okay. It's so like in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. if you see a brick or like sugar or cornmeal Anything like that, a broken shovel handle, that kind of thing. Um, you could go by the lake and look at the edges of the lake. I wonder how many in Lake Eufaula, <laughs> you know, I've been used. Uh, yeah, I would be interested to see the history of it. And then, yeah, the rest of what I have is like vocabulary and stuff, which we could probably mm. use for our theme parks. Perfect. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stories. There's like one guy painted all of his jars like buttermilk. So whenever they raided it, they took the ones that weren't marked, but then he had enough left that like they didn't check. Right. And then he can sell and then get on the next. Exactly. I like this. So yeah, there's a whole cool history of it. Do you think that you have enough to make a roller coaster? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel a little bad about all this law breaking they're doing though. I mean, can you imagine such a thing? It's a classic, uh, I don't know, it's a classic American tale. With the mouse? Yeah, Fievel. This one time at Fuzzy's, a frat guy ordered a margarita and was like, does the margarita come in a glass? And I said, as opposed to what? A plate? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm amazed I didn't get fired for that. Oh my god. Dude, you should do a whole set like that. Like a DJ Doug Pound mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh, and that is the official first time that my taco business has been named. Ooh. Yeah. I recorded it go. and then realized, and I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with this. And now everybody's going to go shop there. Uh, yeah, everybody's going to be overrun with business from the listeners of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like the Just new to, tang. They really want to lap their drinks out of plates. <laughs> God. Okay, so it would how... be pretty tight though if they were sending fuzzies into space as astronaut food. I would be down with that. I'll be the delivery guy so I can get into space finally. I would never want to go to space. What? I've thought about this. Yeah, it's it... just so fucked up to your body. Too bad you're already there. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, you got me. I no wonder I don't like this. <laughs> this whole existence. <laughs> I'm okay with it if it were just like. Hey, you're going to go to the moon for a week and then come back. You know, I want to drink juice out of an orb that's floating next to my head. Don't they already have anti-gravity stuff on Earth? Uh, yeah, you can be in a plane that like is careening towards the <laughs> ground for like 20 seconds. And then it has to go straight back up. Ugh, I but then you just Archer. pass out. I hate watching videos where the guys just like mm. their eyes float back for a second because they like. Because it's literally their eyeballs are just. <laughs> Being pressed into their skull. Yeah, I don't want that. No, thank you. Alert! Alert! The Corn Nuts Twitter account knows about memes. This just in, breaking news. The Corn Nuts Twitter account knows about memes. Was that 
based off a real event? Uh, it does out? know about memes. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the world to know. God. Core uh, nuts are too crunchy. I'm sorry. I like them. It just ruined my teeth. I just put them in my pocket. Loose. Right. I wish my teeth were corn nuts. <laughs> okay. So how do I share this document with you guys so that you can reference it? Or do Good I give you just... Question. I'll give you each a book. How about... What? We have to look at books now? Well, that way you can participate. Oh, jeez. One sec. Oh, break time? Uh, I'm just going to run and get it. Books. Oh, okay. books oh your books, book. I got gotcha. you. Books. That's fair. I'm glad Lola's finally being calm for once. <sighs> she loves books. Uh, holy, holy, holy. There's a vocabulary list. There's two different ones. Oh, is it really, like, in the back of the chapter? Do, do, do. Nice. Do, do, Page 315. So, what we should do... (laughs) Long stump rod. Yeah, dude, that was in the last episode. Whip with the mash stick. Oh, yeah, I guess I have a responsibility to say what a worm is because we never actually... Did I say what a worm was? Yes. In the context of a I don't remember, but... Yes. All right. Let me just go over that really quick. Oh, we also did forget to figure out who won the last game, and I forgot to count when I was listening to the episode. <laughs> okay, why did you why did you say anything? Well, now we all know it's our responsibility. <sighs> all right. Well, a worm is a copper tube, usually sixteen to twenty feet long, which is coiled up so that it stands about two feet high and fits inside a barrel. Water flows around it for condensing the steam, which passes into it from the still. So now you know. I would like to go first. Okay. Wait, let me just say the criteria. Okay. So for the theme park, what we're going to need is rides, scenery slash aesthetic, characters, and educational activities. Okay. Okay. You'll have to read those off to me again That's soon. Fine. Just say But, it. okay. It would be called... Put a pin in that. Okay. So a ride would be like a tilt-a-whirl type thing mm-hmm. with everybody having a like a mason jar full of moonshine <laughs> that you try to lose as little as possible. But it's also educational in the sense that, first of all, it's adults only, obviously, because we're all drinking moonshine. But, so, when you get to the park, you're given... A few pieces of a still. Not all of them, though. So you have to, like, team up with people or, like, steal other pieces to try to build a working still. It's also in the woods so that you're trying to hide it. The characters would be, like, the sheriff who has a big, one of those big foam cowboy hats so you know he's coming. <laughs> he looked like the Twinkie mascot. With a <laughs> exactly. Bandana. Um, and if he finds your still... You are put in, like, a cartoon jail for an hour, and you're okay. paid. <laughs> what do you mean by cartoon jail? Like, like Disney jail. Is like, Cool World? Or what's it called? Cool World? The movie with, like, Brad Pitt, where it's, like, cartoons in real life. Oh. Roger Rabbit. It's like Roger Rabbit. Uh, was that what it was called? I don't know. That, I remember seeing on like the page of how did this get made suggestions that yes, something it is. And you're line. looking at me like I'm weird. 
Oh, yeah, it's it's just been forever since I thought about this. No, it's a cool world. Okay. Wow, I bet it's really cool. Okay, so Tim. Um, funnel is one of these glossary terms. So yes. funnel cakes, but <laughs> in different way because it's like a sieve basically. So it's much more spaghetti like than uh than than we're expected. So yeah, let's say what the funnel vocabulary is for moonshine. Funnel usually holds whatever material you are using to strain the whiskey. Whiskey passes through it and into the jug or jar. So how about this? You have, uh, what's it called, mason jar mm-hmm. with moonshine in it. But when you make the moonshine, it passes through the funnel cake. Mm-hmm. So the, the funnel cake is like a wet. straw. <laughs> yeah, wet straw. Okay. I'm down with this. Just like all these paper straws, am I right? What else do I need? Um, let's see. You had characters and educational activities. The educational activity would be... You know, building the still, hiding it, uh, learning bartering. There was also, oh, this is going to be a big tangent. So you <laughs> just tell me if okay. I should stop. Good. Um, uh, Unbearable, the podcast with Big Dipper and Meatball. They talked about like these two like club owners, like talking about like crazy. Wait, like, say who those are. <laughs> Big Meatball. Dipper. Meatball is a drag queen. Big Dipper is a rapper who's friends with Lauren Lapkus, comedian. And they have a podcast about gay culture. Yeah, Big Dipper's been on um, I Don't Think So, Honey. Oh, yes. That's right. And I wouldn't be surprised if Meatball would be soon. Probably. But they talked to these guys who had clubs in, like, I want to say the 90s, where, like, they had different theme nights. One of them was, like, you're given, like, 100 Monopoly dollars and... By the end of the night, whoever has the most wins. So, similar to that, at the end of the day in the park, whoever has the most moonshine wins. Hmm. So, that is... Have a banana, have a whole bunch It doesn't matter what you have for lunch Eat it, eat it Open up your mouth and feed it How did you come across this brilliant knowledge? Yeah. Uh, Ever since we did the episode with Andrew and we talked about Maroon 5 Mm Mm-hmm I heard that Maroon 5 song again, and then I couldn't get that out of my head. That's fair. Um, And I'm sorry to Eric for having to hear me sing it so many times. (laughs) But, like, the soprano version, which is not within my range whatsoever. I don't know what he's doing to get that range. Dude, have you heard the... I almost posted this on our Twitter, but the the comparison of, like, the studio version and the concert version is so different. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, And another character... I will say as my last bit for my park called The Woods. Whoa. Yeah, it's just called, it has a sign that says that. It's not just The Woods, it's an actual park that's called The Woods. Dude, I really want a character that's called The Woods, and it's like, you can say very, very ominous. Mm-hmm. People keep referring to it, but no one knows exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. But there's just like this unsettling thing where there's like an abstract creature. 
a very um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, very Twin Peaks. Um, but the other character would be um, the old prospector, and he carries a headache stick, which is also known as a long thump rod. And if he catches you at your still, he'll hit you in the head with the headache stick. And then he says, that's what I call a headache stick. And then leaves. And that's that. I really That's once, that on that. Once I came up with the sheriff, I'm like, okay, I gotta get this before somebody else comes up with it. Right. That's pretty good. Thank okay, you. so your uh, your woods sl- your uh, your scenery slash aesthetic is basically just being in a forest, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like there are fake trees, but also real ones. And do you want to say what the name of your theme park is? The woods. Oh, so it's called the woods. Yes. Okay. And you had the funnel cake drink. Yes. Tilt a whirl ride. Um. And I'll say roller coaster, and at the top you get sprayed with a super soaker full of moonshine. You got it. That's a little. Put a little more thought into it. And it's a wet T-shirt contest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's enough for me. All right, Eric. Okay. Wait here. Let me go ahead and give you a, buy you a moment. There's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, and gold, and protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and borium, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. Dang, I didn't know you were a rapper. See, I tried to do it on the last episode and fucked up immediately. (laughs) Um, Man. Wait, I have a joke to make one second. Um... Wow, what is this? A song from the Invader Zim era? Because this is really mindless self-indulgence. What? That one was just for me. As you type away. (laughs) Okay, continue. And by continue, I mean begin. (laughs) Eric's mad. All right, so. <laughs> All right, uh, you want me to give you the, the aspects or you just want to freeform? Oh, sure. No, give me the aspects again. Name. Don't, name. Aesthetic. Setting. Aesthetic. Rides. Characters. Setting, rides. Characters. Educational activities. Educational activities. And we could just say food. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, imagine this place, right? So you wander in to this horrifying park. And what do we love more than taking old movies and rebooting them? That's why I've created a moonshine park based on the famously very fun-to-watch movie Tetsuo the Iron Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm already getting the, the looks. I need to look this up. Oh, wait, right. airplane mode. I'm going to deduct points if it's not relatable. It's going to be very relatable. So the first thing is, it just looks like a crappy county fair. (laughs) And you go inside, and you have to immediately eat what I'm going to call corn twist. No, no, head pop twist. Which is just going to be cotton candy that is moonshine infused. 
Everybody has to be eating this the entire time they're in the park. Wait a second. Like there's a sniper, and if you're not eating it... Yeah, crosshair's on you. Okay. Um, security will kick you out. Okay. And there's just some guy on the ground who is just taking pieces of a still, like all kinds of copper piping and stuff, and just like, you know, cutting his leg open and jamming the pipe in there until he transforms into a horrifying metal monster. This is a reference for only you. You have to explain what the reference is. It's Saw, right? No, he's talking and about Tetsuo. I, I know. I had to look it up because I had no idea. Oh, wait, is that Akira-related? So this guy turns no, into... No, if you thought that it was even that accessible, no. <laughs> Great. Here we go. He went into the stratosphere. Okay, and so this man... You go in here, you're eating... God, I lose my train of thought now. Okay, so you go into this place, you eat this moonshine-infused cotton candy... And the only thing going on is there's just a guy there who's, like, slowly adding copper piping and stuff to himself. Which seems very strange at first, right? But you're fascinated by this. And then he just goes crazy. Is this just a nightmare you had last night? And turns into a giant robot man. And (laughs) the educational activity for you is that after you've eaten all of this moonshine candy... Um, you have to get in a golf cart like they make you do in driving safety courses and try to drive away from him. And he's super fast because he's more machine than man now. And so you actually learn that driving after you have eaten a bunch of moonshine is bad. That's the educational part. We had a similar thing at high school. They made us wear those goggles and then drive a golf cart. See? People know about this. This is relatable. And then, But he wouldn't let me control the speed, so I'm like... I could definitely not hit those pedestrians if I wasn't flooring it. Continue. Right. Okay, so I literally give you a book. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to pull from that? A mash stick. You still have a ride, educational activities. I don't know if you're trying to count the golf cart as a ride. The golf cart is a ride. There's ramps. We'll say that much, right? <laughs> oh, there's definitely ramps. A ramp and you just like immediately just crash into the exactly. ground. There's no way to like... It's <laughs> not a it positive incline. It's <laughs> negative. Um... And by the way, you're deducted points because you said head pop twist. That isn't even the correct term. It's either bust head and pop skull. Oh, okay. Well, now that I'm running negative points. You only have the glossary right in front of you, but go off, I guess, queen. Okay, so the ride is there's a giant funnel, and you get inside that. Tim already said funnel. Okay, the ride is... (laughs) There's a giant condenser, and you get inside it, and they heat you up. Jesus. And then you condense in the pipe. You're, so you're just like one-tenth of the size? I can't wait for you to heat me up. That's a reference to mindless self-indulgence. Bet you never thought a police officer could listen to K-pop. <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. Thanks. Uh, okay, do you guys want to name your rides? What do you want to name your condenser, and what do you want to name your roller coaster? Um, As a reminder, it's a wet t-shirt contest where you get doused in moonshine. Yeah. You must be this. Hold on, you go. <laughs> um, ouch, ouch, the pipe's burning my lips. Jesus. Okay, if that's the bar, 
then you must be this wet to ride. This. <laughs> I'm this. sorry, God. Okay, let me revise that. No, that doesn't make sense because you become wet on the ride. You must be this dry to ride. Hey, wait, I want to have another ride. And it's just a sauna, but I call it the heater box. Explain. That's where you, it's like those boxes that they're too short to stand up in and too small to, <laughs> like, squat. What is that, a torture device? Yeah, in, like, the 40s or whatever Ooh. for, like, chain gang people. Oh, do you know about that? I watched it in a black and white movie. It was supposed to be very funny. You talking to me? You talking to me on the day of my daughter's wedding about Fight Club? <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day, Mr. DeMille. I'm ready for my close-up. Toto, I love the smell of napalm in Kansas in the morning. Did you write that? Yes. Dude, that is so funny. (laughs) Thank you. That should have been, that's like your film degree (laughs) right there. I'll send that to Dr. Boyd. Be like, hey, I'm not a fucking (laughs) failure. Like the little notes, the little fart sounds. Exactly. (laughs) It was an oboe. That was impressive, dude. I bet if you tweeted that, you get a million tweets. Thank you. I'll try. Uh, Eric, what do you want to name your sauna? Oh, yeah. heater box? Yeah, because that's a term in the glossary. Do you want to read it? The definition? It can also be called a preheater, a device which heats the fresh beer, which will be used in the next run. Okay. Is a box that gets hot. My tilt world will be called uh, uh, Tipsy Rider. That's pretty good. Tipsy Rider sounds like the name of a drag queen. Thank you. Okay, so Eric, you have... Did you say the setting? Is it just like a big gray landscape? <laughs> this is this horror scene is happening? I mean, basically, I said that it looks like a crappy fairground. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, you know, like, like you went to the county fair, yeah. Do you have yes, a name for it? Now. Um... Fucking reality check, bitches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just staring at the glossary. I'm like, none okay. of these are good. You can think of it later. Do you want to think of it later? Yeah, I'll think of it later. Okay. I just assumed you were going on. <laughs> so, you have two rides. You have... Two rides. Two rides. Okay. Um, you got a food, you got a food. You have a character called Tetsuo, basically. It's oh, yeah, no, it's, a, it's 100% like they're just pretending like it's a tie-in with the movie, except that they set it in Appalachia to make it American. Uh, do you want to do another character? Because Tim has several. I just have two. The sheriff, the prospector. Oh, that's it. Okay. I'll let, um, I'll let you take the woods on yours. Yeah, I want to. Well, uh, there's the Iron Monster Man, and then, hmm. Like the Rust Monster Man? Yeah. His rival? Well, it might be kind of fun to introduce something like that. And then he says, you're a rusted. Or you could just, like, I don't know, you could have something like... You could just add an original character like a rat that fell into uh that fell into the still and 
it became like a crazy giant monster rat that fights him. So is the still making radioactive moonshine? No, just normal. Okay. It should just be like a pickled rat, and then and, he's always drunk. Well, and the rat, the rat's the good guy, though. The rat defends the guests is from the man who's a hybrid human right. still. How big is the rat again? Um, the rat, I think he should just be bloated. He should just be bloated. So he's like basically like maybe not even a foot long, but mm-hmm. just like super fat from right, like the, a cantaloupe or something. Right. He had a bunch of sugar before he fell into the. And also, still. um, the Tetsuo can fire moonshine at people, and you got to be careful because like it'll make you go blind. And the rat drinks it for you. <laughs> To save you. He, he jumps on that grenade. Yeah. Uh, what's the rat's name? The rat's name is... Oh, the rat should be named Pop Skull. Okay. And he has a skull tattoo on his face. Because <laughs> he just drinks the nastiest of the moonshine. Right. Uh, what's the name of that? Um... Actually, wait, wait, wait. I want to change it. Okay, so the rat is one character. And then... Um... The rat also has sidekicks, which are the three blind mice who have also gone blind from drinking moonshine. I do like that. And they're just normal mouse size, so they're way smaller than the rat. And then, but, like, they all run around together. There's a clock somewhere. I'm just imagining Rat Fink. I'm just imagining Barton Fink. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost made a sound effect about Barton Oh, Fink. Lord. Thank God. I know. Then said he made this. Enjoying my hot cup of liberal tears, all thanks to Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States. Boop. Boop. Uh, Did you know there's a drag queen called Lady Maga? No, don't tell me about that. And so I think to retaliate, there should be one called Lady Daka. It kills her. That would be good. I mean, okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah, so what's the name of your park? The name of my park. Um, Tim's was The Woods, so it's pretty good. Uh, right. Um, uh, mine, mine is called... Uh, 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 Thump Barrel Run. Okay, that's pretty I good. I mean, yeah, since you're, you know, driving a golf cart away from a monster... <laughs> who yeah, is, like who is fighting mm. just like a normal sized rats and mice <laughs> that are blind and full of alcohol? Do they have like a sword or something to defend themselves? No, fuck no. no they're, okay. just, they're just like rats. They're just biting this this guy who's like an anthropomorphized still. So I'm down. Is the educational aspect just the escaping from Tetsuo? Well, the educational aspect is that um, is that they learn that drunk driving is actually dangerous and bad because they have to experience it firsthand. Okay. Uh, okay. And I mean, just right, think about how, the cotton candy. Yeah, just think about how screwed you are. Like, if your options are like the only way you can get away is that you're drunk. It's actually uh, the um, the park is actually about teaching people that you shouldn't drink responsibly. You should just never drink at all. Mm-hmm. And so, see, they walked into this situation thinking they were going to have a good time, and what happens? Now they're forced to drunk drive away from a freaking still monster, and their only defense is a series of rats and blind mice. And any spoilers posted online uh, are cease and desisted. So nobody knows what they're expecting when they get into it. Right. So they just go there and it's really, I mean, it would be an awful time. Because it's like, you're also like, 
it's not like you're having a good time drinking. Mm. Like it's just like this cotton candy that like gives you a headache and fucks you up real bad. And then you have to drive a golf cart away from a monster. So no return guests, but I could imagine it being pretty. I really think though, that you would get a bunch of like, you could make the admission price really high and you would just get a bunch of like people who are like, yeah, but you got to go once for the experience. Oh, God. Yeah, all those, like, terror. the haunted house is like, you have to go by yourself, and they can touch your face and put fingers in your mouth. <laughs> Thank you, Board of Education. Thank you, Thumbtack Head. I love you. You are the ultimate leader. With chains in hand and head on fire. Citizens kneel with body on fire. Thank you, Board of Education. Okay, so an explanation. My turn. Um, so that one is for our other podcast. We've often alluded to our failed scripted podcast. In hiatus, not failed. Set in an alternate dimension where the government was run by cryptids. And one branch of the government is full of Cenobites called called the the Board Board of of Education. Education. And that is their uh, national anthem. And their leader is called Thumbtack Head. This is an amuse-bouche for when you get the full script or full (laughs) recording. Yeah. Someday. Okay. So do I do one now? Yes. Okay. I'm going to need your guys' help. So I think it's it's all going to be... Let's see. Maybe it can be in an abandoned building now that... Since I already claimed the woods... And I got the county fair. Right. Well, you didn't claim the woods. You just... Because I still have to I have... just it. ...the character called the woods. Oh, true. So maybe... Oh. Oh, okay, okay. What about this? Maybe there are a bunch of hipsters who, like, stole Moonshining Secrets, and they're trying to, like, go big with their business mm-hmm. and, like, corporatize it. These are the characters. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's in the city... But the, yeah, the character that haunts it is the woods. And it's, like, the history of the moonshine and, like, um, the true character of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's vengeful because uh, they're essentially the reason that, like, the fine art has been lost. So, yeah, the people that, like, the main character, I'm going to call him, like, I don't know, Kale... Yes. And uh, he's got a mustache. He's, like, got a man bun. And uh, he's, like... Playing his harmonica. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, every quirky thing you can think of. And, um, you know, he teaches you the nuts and bolts of the thing, but it's just always missing that certain character. The essence. Yeah, the essence. And uh, that's why it's, like, you're all... You're scared of the woods, but you're also hoping the woods will show up. And then, like, once a year on, like, the solstice or something, it's, like, the the god of the forest from Princess Mononoke. Yes. It shows up and uh, brews the perfect, the perfect batch. Now translate this to a theme park. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to. <laughs> That's what it is. 
Already done. Um, yeah. The, the, so they, do they have to come, the guests have to come every day to see just in case? Yeah. Okay. The, and actually the woods is eventually, it's played by like someone's grandpa who like, they're the last living people that have like the knowledge and the know-how and like um, they come in in disguise. I'm down. Um, Dress like a tree or what? With, it's just like a uh, mishmash of things. Okay. Like they'll have antlers, wings. Um, a snake tail. Yeah. It'll be a chimera. Okay. Um, but they'll also have like parts of the still coming out of them, such as a mash stick. Yeah. That's their, like, scepter. It's called a mash stick. Uh, The stick used to break up the cap that forms over the mash uh, and stir the contents of the barrel. So, yeah, you need the special magical mash stick. And the stick smells very bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely got a funk to it. God. The park is called The Funk? Um, For now, that's a working title. Okay. That's pretty good. So let me see. Food. I'm yawning too much to do an overnight shift okay, in so just a few hours. It can be called blubber, and it's like bubble tea. Um, blubber is slang for the bubbles which result when moonshine in the proof file is shaken violently. So let's look at what the proof file is. Like like a vial? Is that what that was? Yeah, it is. Okay. A glass tube used to check the bead of the whiskey. Now let's suck up the bead. <laughs> Maybe that's why they call it Jim Bead. Or, yeah. What's that other one? Jack Daniels? Yeah. They call it Jack Beads. So Jack and Jim, hey. <laughs> My brain is working very badly, per usual. I think the bead is like. We'll leave this mystery till next episode. Yeah, I have a guess. I think it's like uh, the consistency of the moonshine. I can't find I mean, an actual would, definition, that but would it makes sense of like in a similar way when old timey candy makers would do like the uh, you know like the like hard crack and stuff like that. Softball. Yeah, it's like a pretty whiskey has a good bead. Um, a skull slammer has a bad bead. Uh, but yeah, so what was I saying anyways? Uh, oh, the blubber. Yes, real quick. No, what? never mind. Say it. Okay, talking about old Tammy candy making. Yeah. Grandma makes icing by doing a very folksy way. When boiling the sugar water, you uh, take the spatula syrup and then hold the spatula up. Then the driplets, uh, they once the sugar is more like cooked, they start to like drip in like very long. And it forms a thread off of Ooh, yeah. Nice. So yeah, no need for a thermometer for that. If uh, anyone ever has kids, they can call them driplets. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's see. What else do I need? 
Yeah, the setting is like it's a park like right on the edge of the city, where it's like the woods are just out of reach. Right, like you can uh, from the fancy new Scissor Tail Park, you could walk from there to get to the park. Yeah, that's an Oklahoma reference. I haven't been. Is it, is it good? You think? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like dog walk area. Cool. I don't really think there's a place to sit. It's just kind of like walking. But I only been there once. The Social Order, which owns Fuzzies, is opening a restaurant there, and one of my managers might start working there. Hmm. So that's cool. Yeah, that rocks. Well, now, how did I get stuck in here? Somebody help fish me out of this barrel. Okay, that's meta. I'm, I'm all right. Uncle Hank's in the barrel. <laughs> we gotta help him out. Uh, I thought he was gonna say, somebody stop me. <laughs> Okay, so smoking. <laughs> I think the their ride would be like I don't know, I, I want something where it's like uh some bullshit hipster thing like what's the equivalent of like axe throwing? I mean axe throwing would be up there. So you're you're axe throwing and then something happens where like you, well, like a crack forms and then the woods breaks through. <laughs> yeah. A total psychedelic experience. Mm-hmm. Like an entire universe just like. <laughs> right. I'm trying to make it so it's like a simulated. It's almost like an escape room mm-hmm. from uh, Foxfire times. Right. So it's like so um, you're doing axe throwing and then someone puts the axe up against your neck and they're like. Hey, come help me. Uh, identify these like weird right there's a still out there if we find it yeah we gotta we can get the money for it yeah it's a whole story it's like an escape room but uh, a historical reenactment uh, yes I mean do you want to help me flesh this out or uh, does it yeah. speak for itself <laughs> I, I like it um, now what was lard what blubber what was the blubber uh, do you mean in the park or what it actually is? What it in the park? Bubble tea. So they're just drinking blubber tea. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Um, like when the old timey person comes in, he's just like, "What are all these lights and everything? How <laughs> how was it so bright?" In yeah, they're here? scared every time. Yes. Yeah. So they kidnap you. They make you live as a foxfire person. They they make you live like Aunt Ari. You have to do, fight a bear. Do eventually. this. Do this scene where you. Cut up a pig's head to make Jesus. slop or whatever. If you get the eyeball on the clothesline, you get 50 points. Yeah. And they make you sell out a still, and eventually when you return to modern life, you feel like you've betrayed uh, the people of Foxfire. It's a real guilt trip. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's very meta, and there's definitely like a lot of preachiness to it. So it's like the key demo is like hipsters... Who identify with the characters and then break through <laughs> a universe. Yeah. Okay. And then they made to, to feel like imposters. Okay. I'm down. What do you think? That's pretty good. <laughs> Five stars. All right. Yeah. This one is a, uh, it's pretty expensive, but. So now we got to combine all three as into one super park. Okay. Um. <laughs> So the roller coaster can just go around all of them. Exactly. Um, we'll do it like a story where each person says something, then it goes to the next person. Okay. <laughs> establishing stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. 
So, you start. And then we'll go A story? Clockwise. How about you start since it was your idea? I guess. I'm going to this new fancy theme park. It's moonshine themed. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm really excited to eat this moonshine cotton candy. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Come play with me in the space. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I've heard that they have axe throwing, which is all the rage, and uh, you can't find it anywhere else. Well, I'm getting ready to throw my axe. Does anybody have more of that funnel cake straw? Hey, this is weird, but there's a drunken rat and three drunk mice down here. I wonder if PETA ever comes out here. Miss <laughs> <laughs> eagerly. I'm begging you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Okay. Um, there's a bunch of drunk rats. I hope that the woods don't come out tonight. I don't know what I would do. I just want to safely drink my, um, my, um, what's the opposite of like micro batch, macro batch, uh, booze and feel comfortable. I'm a, (laughs) right when I'm throwing my axe, a guy throws this metal pipe into the wall. What's his deal? It's kind of freaking me out. I think he might have had too much moonshine because he definitely just started jamming parts of a still into his body. (laughs) Um, I jumped into a golf cart to try to escape him and actually drove into a -a Tilt-A-World. And the -the (laughs) Tilt-A-World was it? It started spinning me in the golf cart so fast. (laughs) <laughs> that we went through a wall. The golf cart was safe, and so was I. And now I'm just driving through the woods. <laughs> I can see a little bit of smoke in the distance. I'm wondering if maybe there's a still out here that I can report to the police. The crazy guy that came in and threw pipes everywhere is hot on our tracks. He's just as fast as a golf course, golf cart. (laughs) Um, And almost faster. Thank God I have these three rats, three mice and one rat, all blind next to me to keep me company while I go to the smoke signals. Oh, hey, there is a still here. Maybe this is my chance to escape. I'm just going to crawl off into this condenser pipe. (laughs) Wow. With my rat friends. (laughs) Wow, period. (laughs) Uh, What is this, a wet t-shirt contest? I was going to say that, (laughs) goddammit. I lost the wet t-shirt contest. (laughs) Somehow the rats won, even though they're not wearing clothes. Maybe that's the key. Craziest thing is the sheriff's the one judging it. Well, while I'm in this still, I might as well try to learn a little bit about the history of this area and all of the lost secrets of the age. But thank God I found an uh, old-timey prospector to help me 
learn about the ins and outs of moonshining, the lost art. He won't stop looking at my wet shirt. <laughs> but I'm not going to change it. <laughs> well, there's some strange sound coming out of the woods. Oh, it's some sort of weird nature monster, and it's coming out to fight the weird hybrid still man. It's got antlers and shit. <laughs> and they're the size of kaijus. Wow, it devoured him. Which one devoured whom? The woods. And also the, the spirit r- of the woods. And also the rats and the drunken boy and mice are riding on his shoulders. Wow, is that cool? Yeah, they're on the same team. Uh, so it devoured him, and now it looks into my eyes. And I saw all the secrets of the forest. More than I could handle. And I started to go blind too. But only in one eye. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Sheriff. Why are you trying to put handcuffs on the nice spirit of the wilderness who came and saved us? Oh, wait. What's the name of the thing that was the magical... Uh, the thing that had the funk. Wait. Mash stick. So what? So I grab the spirit's mash stick and use it to stab the sheriff. <laughs> and it turns him into a bunch of medicinal flowers and roots. And sitting atop those flowers and roots was the hat that I put on my head as a trophy. <laughs> the big old foam cowboy hat, remember? <laughs> hmm. Well, I guess before I leave, I'm going to have yet another giant mason jar full of moonshine that has now been made from, like, three different weird still monsters. Uh, I return to the city. I don't know how much time has passed, but a little bloated rat is sitting on my shoulder. And he is my friend. I return to the party and throw a perfect axe into the bullseye. And everyone says the following. The problem with socialism is that you eventually run out of someone else's... Other people's money. <laughs> I'm so proud. That's exactly I doubted what I you in the beginning, but that did work out very well. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Well, I'm so glad that... Um, we were able to teach people so much about moonshining. Yeah, if you could say anything about this episode, you could say that we all learned a lot. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, by our standards. Oh, yeah. I'd say this and the introduction episode both had the same amount of info. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Real good shit. <laughs> what the fuck? That was me smoking a marijuana cigarette. It was? Yeah. I think I've played all of yours. Oop. Go ahead. Anyways, I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than the poet can help the inspiration to sing. 
I was born with the evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I was ushered into the world, and he has been with me since. Do you recognize that? Or did you read it? Who it was from? No. No. I have no idea. No. It's H.H. H. Holmes. Uh, America's like... first serial killer. Oh, okay. He had the murder house. Gotcha, yeah. I ran out of material, so I just looked up serial killer letters. I mean, hey, it worked. Okay, I think that we've pretty much covered it for this one. Yeah, great up. Uh, yeah, I want to make sure that you played all of them. Did you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Cool, okay, so we can go ahead and get to plugs. Oh, first, I have what? one mini activity. Oh, okay. If you sold a moonshine, what would the flavor be? And what would you call it? Okay, well, I'm in Oklahoma, so Dr. Pepper flavored. Oh, but of that course. That actually would be bomb. <laughs> yeah. I would go for that for sure. Yeah. But it's just like, it just tastes like that and then like, just like a really strong whiskey. It just like mixed together. Oh, yeah. Um, you say, what would I call it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, Dr. Thunder would work. I know. I thought Dr. Dr. Thunder is where my mind went first, but they've already got Dr. Thunder. True. So. Hmm. <laughs> call it Dr. Lightning. <laughs> I mean, I Actually, that. that makes sense for this laying. Hell yeah, because yeah. it's white lightning. Oh my god, yes. Full circle. That's good. Dr. Lightning. Yeah, we can sell it as medicinal. I mean... Bring it back. Um, mine would be... I have one. Okay. Black tea and honey. So it'd be like sweet tea, um, which is also very Oklahoman. They have uh, iced tea flavored brunettes, which is the worst invention. Yeah, mine would be like very high quality. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. believe it. Honey, local honey too. Yeah. My own bees. I would have an apiary. Oh, yes. That that should be what our next episode is. Mine would be called Honey Bee Iced Tea. That worked out. Um... I would uh, flavor it after the first alcohol I bought, which is pink lemonade burnettes. So it would be pink lemonade moonshine and call it. You can look at your book. Call it the Earl of Lemon Grab. <laughs> Adventure Time reference. <laughs> you know it. That was one of uh, what's his name is best acting roles, honestly. Yeah, to date. From Rick and Morty. What's his name? Justin Roiland. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that character is really funny. Okay, plugs. Um, How to Get Away with Murder. Season one is still, to date, the best season of any media ever. That'll be my first episode of um, the Patreon, is me just reviewing every episode (laughs) of the first season. Second season's okay. Third, fourth, brought it back a little. We're at five right now on hiatus. I'm excited. Nice. Okay, I'm going to plug H.H. Holmes. And I'm going to say that fun facts about H.H. Holmes is that um, he was part of the fine American tradition of hire like 20 contractors to do a job and then just fire them before they complete their part of the work. And then you can argue that you don't have to pay them any money, which is how he essentially had his crazy murder mansion built for free 
And then if contractors pushed him too hard, he would just murder them and like hide them in the basement of it. Because like, since he had so many different contractors working on it, nobody except him knew what the actual plan of the house was. And it was just like full of tons and tons of rooms. Cause he like claimed he was going to use it as a hotel. <laughs> that kind of was like that uh, crazy mansion in San Jose. Oh yeah. The, the one with all the extra the like haunted one. Mm-hmm. So many doors. Yeah, I feel like H.H. Nowhere. Holmes would be a good... Like, I would like to write the script for that if I was, like, a movie person. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, the deal with the contractor, tra- contractors is exactly how Donald Trump ran all of his real estate businesses. You just hire a bunch of contractors to do the stuff, and then you fire them before the job's done, and then you claim you don't have to pay them. So, I don't see any parallels. Um, the sequel will be Holmes University. <laughs> Yeah, you could take a picture with a cardboard cutout of H.H. H. Holmes, but it takes like 20 years because it's a daguerreotype. Hell yes. My God. Nerds. Also, though, when they did go into his murder mansion, the basement was like full of bodies. Well, it was a murder mansion. Yeah. Only the basement, though? You'd think other rooms, too. Well, he he had it set up, so that's why he had all the grease chutes and stuff, so he could like, so he could send them all down to the basement. <laughs> Just like... Uh, Silent Hill 4, The Room. Dude, I literally have a Twitter draft about that right now. Tweet. I'm going to fire it off. Okay, uh, I have a couple plugs. Number one, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, This is a movie. I'm really bad. I've discovered at writing things on Letterboxd. I got an account, and then like every time I try to sincerely write about movies, I have a really hard time. But... That's a movie that I can't stop thinking about. It's very good, and so I recommend it. It'll probably make you cry. And uh, the other one is Megan Stalter. So for Tim's B-Day, I got a cameo, and I wanted to post, like, usually with Megan Stalter cameos, like, people will post them on Twitter and she'll retweet them, but, like, I'm a plebe. I can try to figure it out. So whenever I tried, like, the... Video is a weird format, and I know people make fun of you for, like, not trimming the edges. So, anyways, I was just going to play this one that we could probably implement into later episodes. I hope you and Rachel have the best podcast you can ever listen to. Hell yes. It was very We already do. It was very good. Uh, But, yeah, Megan Salter's cool. Lola is having an itch. Me too. Having a bitch itch, am I right? Okay. That was a little too far. It's a female dog. That's what they're called. Um, but yeah, I think our next episode is going to be really good. I'm excited to write a bunch of the material for it. We're going to plan it. Oh, yes. I might even try to do the sound drops today so I don't have to stress <laughs> about them next Well, time. you know, you can just mm-hmm. stretch it out. Exactly. Do one per day. And Casually. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to also plug the next episode because I think it's going to be a corker. Agreed. But yeah, thank you all for joining us. Happy New Year. And uh, don't let them find you still. Oh, sweet mama, your daddy's got them deep on Let's do it one more time, dude. Them deep, fellow.